0: Hello, and welcome to the Manchester Evening News' special pre match Manchester Derby podcast ahead of the 177th meeting between Manchester United and Manchester City this weekend. Today I'm joined by Stu Brenner, our chief Manchester City writer, and by United writer Charlotte Dunker to preview the game. And um, we've been looking into sort of recent records ahead of the game, and there's one aspect that could really suit City playing against a team as ropey as United this weekend so Stu City have this knack I know you've mentioned it on the Talking City podcast of having these spells in, in games particularly moving second half where in the spell of about 5-10 minutes they can hit 2 or 3 goals City must be quite confident facing a team with a defence as ropey as United this weekend
1: Normally you'd say so, but it's a derby and funny things happen in derbies. I mean, we saw it last season uh, in the first half where where City completely dominated United. You know, it it should have been 4 or 5 nil at half-time and it wasn't. And then Mourinho sent his team out a little bit more attack-minded in the second half and uh, United turned it around but having said that therein you see the problem that Mourinho has got because if he sets up like that from the start even in that second half although United did play well and got back into the game and scored three goals you think about it City at the woodwork twice I think they had a clear penalty and red card turned down uh, for Ashley Young's challenge Um, so you know on another day City would have won the second half as well or at least matched United and, and then they win the game so you know if 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 Mourinho does send his team out to attack right from the start they could get battered if he sends his team out to defend right from the start they could get battered because City are capable of playing against both styles you know they're so adaptable um, they're so reactive um, and Guardiola tends to get his tactics right whoever the opposition are so you know it's, it is a dilemma for Mourinho but the added element, the one that you, you can never, you can never disregard, is the fact that it's a derby match, I and mean, in derby matches, underdogs win all the time. And let's face it, United are the underdogs in this game. And that's not me trying to be smart and, and put them down. They're definitely the underdogs. The, underdogs the league in table tells you that, doesn't it? It does. It does, and the form and everything else. You know, they are the underdogs, and. City know better than anybody that being the underdogs in Derby doesn't mean you haven't you haven't got a chance
0: yeah sort of helped them in the past and it could come up to haunt them this weekend um, Charlotte from a United point of view do you think the mood in the camp is if City turn up and play they'll win um, do you think they maybe City maybe like they did against Juventus they need City to have an off day for United or do you think they have got that ability to, to come up and actually play well and win not just win because there's been a team not playing I mean we potential. haven't really
2: seen it yet this season United going somewhere playing well and getting the result it has sort of been a mixture of Juve missed countless opportunities yesterday to punish United and they didn't take them same with
0: Bournemouth as well on the weekend
2: if City take those chances (laughs) it could be embarrassing but The only hope that United have got to take from it is that they're spurred on by, they weren't expected to go to Turin and win. So if they can go there and dig out a result, why can't they go to the Etihad and do exactly the same? They did it last season. Everyone, the party parade was ready, wasn't it? There were fireworks were on the roof and it was going to be written in the stars, especially at half time. There was no way anyone thought United were going to come back and win that game and they did it then. There's no reason why in similar circumstances, there's, there's not as much riding on it, that they can't do it this, this time round as well.
0: Yeah, interesting point you made there about, about last season. I guess coming up into the international break as well this time, City could go into the game on a weekend, third in the Premier League if Liverpool and Chelsea win. United have had a pivotal week. Um, they want to end again on a high and sort of have this segment of the season looking like a positive one rather than a negative one. But do you think there's extra impetus because there is an international break coming after the derby as well? Because you've got two weeks almost to linger on what happens in the derby.
1: Listen, it's a, it's a derby. Yeah, it doesn't it, it matter. It matters. It doesn't yeah. matter where it falls in, in the season. I mean, you look back at last season. Really, that derby didn't matter. The result was a little bit irrelevant. If, yeah. if you could take a step yeah. back from it, and for City, they were going to win it anyway. Yeah, because yeah. City were on the point of winning it. We all we all knew at that point they were going to win the title. So the result was was uh, pretty academic, but. It's a derby, so it's not academic. And believe me, you know, I was speaking to City fans after the game. I think we're really hurt by that result. You'd think they'd lost the title on the back of it. They were really, because they were so desperate to win it by beating United.
2: And
1: and when it it looked like they really were going to do it as well. Yeah, yeah, the fact fact that they were 2-0 up, and and it was. It was was an absolutely uh, jubilant atmosphere at half-time. Everyone thought, this is it, you know. And it it looked like City could go on and actually win it 4-5-0 or and really win the title in style. And Now, that was the fans, the players... um, you tend not to think that players will get involved in derbies because they don't. Most of them are foreign players on both sides these days. Don't really, they know what derby's about? Because they all have them in their own countries, but they're not particularly they're not emotionally invested in a Manchester derby.
0: And the players are quite good friends all well between each other off the pitch. They are, but, but well, that, away, I think because, I think that it?
1: puts an edge on it rather yeah. than than taking it away. But. After that game, the City players were annoyed with themselves that they'd let it slip. Really annoyed with themselves. And I think that's a factor going into this game. They'll go into they'll be really up for this game, City, and they will they'll want to do what they did in the first half last season, but then not take the foot off the gas like they did in the second half. He made I think Pep made tactical mistakes. He didn't really deal with what Pogba was doing in in that second half. Um, and I think he's learnt from that, and he's learnt from the Liverpool defeats, which were around the same time. Yeah, it's a, it's in, in it's terms of you, you don't you don't have to you don't have to just keep hammering away and attacking and attacking attacking attack. Once you tune two up, you can actually be a little bit more defensive and City have got so much pace on the counter, you can you can nullify what the other team have got and still score three or four goals or five goals. Um, and I think that's perhaps what we'll see. If City do, do dominate from the outset and they, they do get a goal or two ahead, I think they will then be a little bit more savvy in terms of the tactics, a little bit more conservative, but still hit United on the break and still give them problems.
0: We saw uh, against Juventus well midweek, Charlotte, from from United's point of view, they actually played well in the first half for a chance. They didn't go behind early on. They did fight from behind in the end against Juventus. Um, Mourinho would be confident, probably, in his own ability of of going to the Etihad and causing an upset. United's recent record, the Etihad, is quite good, considering maybe where the two teams fortunes have lay in the recent years but uh, Mourinho Guardiola aspect of the star Wars gives it as he said we don't need an extra edge but there's always going to be that one between those two Mourinho seems to be a manager maybe on the up in recent weeks as well. he sort of won the fan base back.
2: You There's- just know he's going to do something ridiculous though, don't you? <laughs> he's absolutely what, nailed what on. What, whatever whatever the result, whatever happens, guarantee you, who will be on the back page on Monday morning, he'll have done something. He'll, the win, he'll have found the City fans up, lost, he'll, he'll have blamed somebody. Something will happen. It's like this morning, some of the Nationals went with him on the back because of his ear cupping celebration last night personally I didn't think that was the biggest news line of a 2-1 comeback in Turin but each to their own but you just know that whatever happens he will deflect attention away from that team whether they win or they lose
0: yeah it seems crazy it was on the eve of the last derby when the Pogba to Man City rumours sort of emerged as well and they sort of Took a bit of the shine off the derby as well and deflected some more attention in the build up to it. Um, he's sort of come on leaps and bounds. Do you think Paul Pog was still the, maybe the player that you worry about the most this weekend, Stu? Like I said, I don't think they necessarily stay up at night worrying too much about United, but maybe he is that one world class outfield player they do have.
1: Yeah, if he turns it on, as we saw. In the game last season, if he turns it on, he can damage any team on, on the planet, including City, because uh, he's got the laws and he's got the physique, he's got the ability, he can go past players, he can, he can pick players out with, with passes, and he did all those things in that second half last season. And he was the difference. I mean, Sanchez was very good as well, but I thought Pogba more than anyone made the difference in that second half. And he is the player who makes a difference. If he plays well, United play well. I didn't see the game against Juventus because obviously was pretty I was anonymous. City, how was he? Yeah, probably and and, and that yeah.
2: that's, he's probably the worst player on the pitch. And that, <laughs> genuinely, <laughs> that but that says something. If they've managed to go there and he's yeah. not turned up, if like you say, Pogba goes to the Etihad and he puts in a man it's of the match, match performance on match top play. of the players that put a shift in Sanchez, it was one of his best halves in the United shirt. If they all put in that performance, so they put in in Turin and Pogba steps up and gives a man of the match performance, then you never know. Maybe it is the United team that could caused damage to City. Yeah,
1: so having been shot down in flames, uh, I'll, uh, I'll take it all back and say that Paul Pogba is not the player that City. No, no he, he still is. I mean, he might have had a, an off day against Juventus, but I would think that he's a player more than anyone that City will still be wary of. Um, it was funny though. You mentioned you mentioned the fact that Pep threw in ahead of the derby the fact that he'd been offered Pogba. Uh, in the transfer yeah. window um, that was uh, that was a little spy. we haven't seen a lot of that kind of thing recently no. uh, Mourinho and Guardiola have sort of kept a respectful distance from each other since they've well last season the football
0: Manchester. sort of did the talking didn't it which was quite refreshing it, in a the sense there's
1: yeah it's refreshing but it's not good for us is it we were <laughs> rubbing our hands <laughs> hoping that the two of them would, would go at it hammering they used to call it the disease in Spain didn't they the, the yeah. relationship between the two of them but I think the fact that in Spain they were like 400 miles apart is it from Barcelona to Madrid whereas in Manchester they're about a mile apart in, in from where in where they live and 2 miles apart in, in the stadium so i think both of them have taken a, a more respectful attitude thinking we can't we're so close. You know, Maybe we, older age has really... mellowed them
2: a bit, a little
1: bit. Yeah, possibly, <laughs> possibly. But you still think if there's a flashpoint tomorrow, you can see the two of them squaring up on the touchline. 100 percent. But uh, uh, you know that that that's the way it goes. But that that Pogba thing backfired on Guardiola a little bit because I think the only effect it actually had on the derby was to fire Pogba up, and he went out and thought, right, I'm not having him. Uh, revealing yeah. things like that—it's not his business—and he went out in that, and in the second half, he was excellent. So I'm not quite sure what what Pep thought he was achieving by yeah. that. But uh, interesting it didn't to see work. what
2: tactic he goes with in his press conference tomorrow, seemingly with Mourinho as well. What fighting talk they both come out with, if any? i be surprised.
0: I mean, Mourinho got-
2: plays it down, and yeah, this
0: podcast yeah, will it. be aged really quickly, which is quite horrible <laughs> by the fact that what have- some yeah. explosive captains we're going to look like fools. But yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah, I feel they are both going to be quite respectful going into it, and just yeah. like you said, maybe let let the result do the talking. I guess one sort of underlying issue which has always gone cop-up every time there's a pod- there's a podcast around this sort of time of year is. The the power in Manchester, City won the league in comprehensive style last season, the power shifts always been mentioned, It was City in control, um, United will always maintain that they are the, the club in Manchester, City will always maintain they are as well. Charlotte, derby days away at the Etihad as well, do you think there's more special for United going away and winning?
2: I just think Derby Day, as a a fan of either club, you don't care where it is, you just want the team to win, regardless whether it's at home, away, not sure an away result makes it more special. I think it would be a bigger result for United fans because everyone's written them off, they've been seemingly written off already this season after a string of terrible performances, they go there and win i think it. not going the underdog... to say they're going to go on and win the title because I don't believe that for one second, but it'd be a big shift from where they started the season.
0: Do you think being underdog suits United more than going into the game as, as far as I personally do? I think Mourinho... Would... Yeah,
2: it should, take the, it should take the pressure off them. If they say, look, you're not expected to go and win there, just go and play, then what they, they literally don't have anything to lose. Will they do. They could get battered 5-0 and that'd be quite embarrassing for them, wouldn't it? But... They should take that underdog tag and use it to spur them on. The fact United have always been about, sort it's been a club where us them against everyone else. Everyone hates them. They're hated universally across the world. Predominantly, it's got to be because they've been successful and other teams haven't liked it. They've got to get that back and realise that. That's, school, people, that's what
0: City's got at the moment. Yeah, the but mm.
2: people don't think they're going to do it, and that this is just a way to prove. That to everyone that they're wrong and that they can't.
0: So both teams want to be the most hated on Sunday. Really, is, is <laughs> yeah. what we've established.
1: Well, but just... we've had a complete role reversal, haven't we? That, that's basically what's happened, and that's simply because City have, have been the better team for the past five or six years. Um, and it it always used to be the case in derbies that well, so, so there was a spell in the nineties when United absolutely dominated and they were winning the derbies uh time time yeah. and again uh there's been a spell recently where city have done the same where they, you know I, I don't know what the figures are but they they probably won four out of six or something like that and maybe drew drew the other one or two um so you've had those two little spells but traditionally in in the, in the history of the derby um the underdog does well, you know. We remember the the Munich Memorial Derby. My City went to Old Trafford and completely upset the apple cart yeah. by by winning that one. Um, you know, going back beyond that, it, City regularly pulled out results against United even during the the long period of dominance I mean I go back as far as uh, when United were in the second division um, 74-75 so United had been relegated City were actually a very good first division team Uh, they finished second to Liverpool uh, the season after this but they drew United in the League Cup at Old Trafford, and United won the game. It was a second division team beating a good first division team. So there's a long, long history of, of, of that um, of the underdog coming out coming out on top in the Manchester derby. So that that's something United can can thrive on. Um, but it, it is interesting that we've had that complete role reversal. You, you talked about the biggest club, well. United fans will claim they're still the biggest club which is true because they've still got more fans worldwide they've got bigger but commercial revenue app the app store and things like that. yeah fantastic <laughs> you know they, so they can get all the trophies for that are on offer for all those things but it's City who are collecting the trophies on the field it's City who are playing all the football it's City who people are talking about in terms of the quality of the football United haven't got any of that so City fans will say United can have all that they can be the bigger club for as long as they want but we're the bigger team and I think that's the difference
0: When you talk about maybe different styles going to the game shot. we've mentioned United say they're underdogs but whether they like it or not they've had a really good recent run of form they've beaten Juventus one of the best teams in Europe and maybe what United have done in recent weeks is they've won ugly whereas City have been almost the polar opposite in which they've won easily and comprehensively but do you think that the fact that United know how to dig deep and get... D- sort of ugly wins could could favor them this weekend.
2: Well, we'll see what happens after the first half because if if you, the first half goes like the first half did against Bournemouth, United will be 4 or 5 nil down. I was at the Vitality and it was an absolute shocking first half performance. But um I think if you're talking like close margins like one goal in it and then maybe they've got what it takes to Digging. To be fair, you can't criticize City for that though, because they haven't been in they've a position to, this season yeah. where you've needed to see them dig in and push in that extra last ten minutes to get a result, because they're already winning four nil, five nil by the time you get to the 89th minute. Whereas yesterday, United needed that two goals in three minutes. They needed it at Bournemouth, and they've shown that they've got the metal and they can do that. But I'm not confident that City couldn't do that either if it was the roles were reversed.
0: Yeah, I guess it's all about the
1: context. But they, like, they pretty much did that at Liverpool. Uh, yeah. And yeah, but for Riyad Mahrez missed the penalty won, yeah. that won that game. is uh, an interesting stat that talks about how the, the clubs have reversed. Somebody told me this last night, and I was staggered by it. I was asked you know of course City have just won six by, by scoring six goals yeah. in, in two games on the trot since United last scored five oh, goals in oh the yeah. game this, a a this, this is already. a good oh, one have you written a piece wrote, on this? it's
0: going out tomorrow morning good job so so you know it's a good there. job he
2: reads the website it's it's on yeah. the regular <laughs> basis
0: no you always, always read the good, good novel <laughs> no, we've got the same <laughs> we've got the same number <laughs> go
1: on what was your what was it? F- so uh, let's just put this in context since United last scored five goals how many times has City scored five or more?
2: 21
0: Mine is was it? since Ferguson last. Since no, it Ferguson was, retired, it, mine is. Well, the same thing. No, it was 24, twenty-four, And that I was, thought, was the 70. last
2: time they scored five, wasn't it? And Ferguson's last game away at um, West Brom was the last time. Yes. United did they not score against
0: five, five against by, uh, by Leverkusen? Was that four? Or by Leverkusen I away. thought
2: it was Ferguson's last game was the last time they scored I heard high.
0: United have done it once and City have done it 24 times. I was told... 29
1: times last night well someone, someone's
2: it. numbers are I'm, wrong I'm, yeah, yeah. So we're not you, sure you who's right get, now get back
1: and do your sums I think but but even whatever it is 24, 29 it is still an amazing it doesn't stat. make too much difference and it, it, it just tells you just, just in terms of being the biggest team as I said rather than being the biggest Charlotte's club I'm worried that
0: Charlotte's about to Google his chat
2: I absolutely am expose
0: one of us on this podcast yeah.
1: well one. no you, so you're not exposing me you're exposing the guy who told me in the mid zone yeah. at, at City last night whose
2: know. name will not I'm, be released you know, on no, I'm, this I'm
1: podcast not gonna, I'm not going to it's either a stranger name, or me it'd, it'd be unfair on Martin Blackburn
0: so. <laughs> I think exciting. I trust Martin Blackburn more than me as well so <laughs> but yeah like you said that is just such a such a comparison between the two teams and I guess while well, Charlotte is Googling away. My, my last point you can we'll do
2: just, two things at once I'm glad <laughs> uh, <Well.
0: laughs> the last point really is just going to be what, what do you think the, your prediction is for Sunday maybe not just a general scoreline you don't need to be that brazen but do, do you think City will win it soon? Do you think they will have learned from them? Maybe the mistakes and the naivety they had in April? Because I guess we've got to take that with a pinch of salt because City did have quite a, had, that's a lot of pressure mm. knowing you can win the Premier League title at home to United. And like you said, it was bookended by those two Liverpool games in the Champions League, which didn't help either. Mm-hmm. But. Like you said, they were being 2-0 up and Adar being losing. Doesn't really matter what your circumstances, that is a missed opportunity. Yeah. Being yeah. unhandled. But do you think City will have learnt from that and
1: I think they will have learnt from it. I think they've got more quality than United. Um and if you look at if you, if you take everything in isolation and look at it in cold blood City win the game, no doubt about. it I don't think it'll be. I don't think they I think some United fans are fearful that they'll they'll get battered. I think some City fans are hopeful that they'll batter United. I don't think that will happen. I think it'll be fairly close. Um, and I, if, if I had to put my house on it, I'd put my house on a close City win. But it's a derby, so there's no way on this earth I would ever put my house on it because you never <laughs> know what's going to happen. And that's the beauty of it, really.
0: Charlotte, your house going to be risked on the line here, or?
2: My house will not be risked on it, <laughs> on any United result, no. Um, like she said, if you take it in isolation, man for man on the pitch, you'd definitely, if you're a betting person, put your money on City. But it is a derby, United in their current form, wouldn't put it past them to scrape a win, but it would be surprising.
0: So the result's not certain, but Mourinho will be doing some sort of gesture at full time. We know that for a fact. We
2: know that for a fact. And we also now know that the last time United scored five was in that game Ferguson's last game against West Brom. And since then, Manchester City have gone on to do it an incredible twenty-one times.
0: Twenty-one. Right. So See I think that stats from see I saw that start from September. (laughs) And since then they've done Burnley, Southampton, Shakhtar. Right.
2: Well, I'm not gonna name the website that this is on. But this article was written on the 6th of November, so either the person that wrote it so didn't do did the free, research properly or your conflict. article is wrong.
0: Three very conflicting stats there. <laughs> yeah. right. Anyway, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's tons. It's, okay. a, <laughs> it's a lot.
2: It's over 20. All I'm
0: going to put is my figure was perfectly in the middle between the bottom one and the top one. So So the lesson we've learned from this is
1: next time, come include up with all your stats written on a piece of paper and make sure they're right.
0: We'll try and get that sorted for the next Derby podcast. Who knows when that that will be. (laughs) But thank you very much, Stu, for joining us. Thank you very much, Charlotte, as well. Make sure to subscribe to both of our podcasts on ACAST. Manchester is red for your United updates and Talking City for your Man City updates. Uh, We'll have all the build-up to the Manchester Derby on the website. Make sure to subscribe to us on ACAST yet again. And please do leave us a review. It really will help us all. Thank you very much. (laughs) Enjoy the Derby.